Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We've got uh, one of our favorite guests on today. It's Mindy Patterson, and we're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. And I've got a few things to say before we bring her on, so let's do that. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, we praise you, O God, for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. For the creation of life, for granting us liberty. We thank you, Lord, for the women in our lives, for those women in our past that have shown us how to be strong and to be beautiful. They reminded us that our beauty is not on the outside, but it is inward. May we all have such hearts as the Lord. Father, we ask for your protection over all of us but over your children, over President Donald J. Trump. And all those that are close to him, Father, I fear for them. I pray that you will have your hedge of protection around them, Father. Give them the strength to endure the persecution that they are going through. All of us, Father. Grant us wisdom and courage. And may we be bold in your love. Father, I ask that you will bless today's show. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, ladies, I do have my recipe. I finally remembered to bring it in for the cheese wafers. If you want that, just send me a self-addressed down envelope and we'll get it to you. And I want to thank you for the letters that you've been writing to me or emailing. And one of you said you prefer nips over cheeses anyway. Now, this is uh, in regards to if you're just now clean uh, tuning in. To our show a week ago when we found out Cheez-Its decided to honor Women's History Month by putting a man in a dress on their box. So I'm going to share a little bit about Women's History Month because today is actually Women's History Day. A woman's heart should be so hidden in God that a man has to seek God to find her. That's written by the soul doctor. I don't know who that is, but I saw that years ago and I thought that was really good. Now we've talked recently regarding uh, the National Women's History Month, and today is actually National Women's History Day. Women, not men in dresses or DNA men wearing makeup or dresses and heels, <laughs> but the habits of a vic- vigorous mind are born in contending with difficulties. Great difficulties may be summoned by patience and perseverance. To be good and do good is the whole duty of a man comprised in a few words. If we mean to have heroes, statesmen, and philosophers, we should have learned women. All of those were from Abigail Adams. And the next ones are from Betsy Ross. Our hearts aching, our prayers praying, our flags waving, never forget. One time during the war, I had to use the restroom, so they forced me to use it in the bushes. They treated me like a man. To be a follower 
I'm sorry, to be a fellow worker with God is the highest aspiration of which we can conceive man capable. That is Florence Nightingale. And the next three are from Martha Washington. The greater part of our happiness or misery depends upon our dispositions and not upon our circumstances. I cannot blame him, Martha said, for having acted according to his duty, idea of duty in, obe- in obeying the voice of his country. And one more from Martha. Keep your business affairs in your own hands. It's the only way to be happy. There are many women in our history who have gone unnoticed. We speak of our founding fathers, but the women behind these men, and there were many of them, were just as important and brought this country to being. We all have women in our personal history who have helped to shape or influence our lives. Our mothers, maybe a mother-in-law. I have an amazing mother-in-law. She will turn 99 this year. Our sisters, I have just one. Maybe a school teacher or a Sunday school teacher or a neighbor. I have some amazing daughter-in-laws in my life and some grown granddaughters. Some of us are lucky enough to have a dear friend who is there for you no matter what. If you messed up or if somebody done you wrong, I have two such friends that I'm very close to. Both of them are named Linda, and that does get confusing sometimes. They have different personalities, but they were amazing and awesome, strong women. And I am thankful to have them in my life. I have met some women since I started CSE Talk Radio that I can tell you without a doubt are strong, strong patriot women who have sacrificed a part of their lives for others. Melody Cedarstrom, who's a sponsor, but she is a woman who owns her own business, refuses to compromise her ethics, and she refuses to be a hard sell. She helps take care of her dear aunt, and she is an amazing person. C.J. Hadley of Range Magazine. Well, I would call her a colorful and interesting woman, a very loving and patriotic woman, strong, gutsy, and determined. She cheers me on, and I hope I can do the same for her. And then my guest today, Mindy Patterson. She is one of the most knowledgeable women patriots that I know. The best I've ever known or talked to, connecting the dots of this political spider web of tyranny America has found ourselves to be in. Whenever I speak to any of these patriotic girlfriends, we all confess of growing weary at the fight, which is non-ending, and yes, it's costly. But we all know it is our calling, it is our duty, and we must press on, even if our boots get heavy in the political muck. Looking back at our women in history, maybe the weary today... (laughs) seems a little minute in comparison to having the cannonballs dropping in your backyard. But speaking of cannonballs, we have our fair share, but they are disguised as bills and legislation, mandates, rules and regulations, permits, fees, licenses, additional taxation. They definitely leave large craters and holes in our freedom and liberty. Today I welcome Mindy Patterson. I call her Mindry Patriotic Patterson, a woman standing guard and watching over our liberty. She is the founder of the Cavalry Group. Like Tucker Carlson is exposing the J6, Mindy has been exposing the tyranny in this land for a long time. Welcome back, Mindy. It's good to have you back. I hope you're feeling better. You've really had a, an ordeal with the sick, haven't you? Good morning. Thank you so much for that incredible 
piece that you did. That's amazing, and, and I'm so honored. Yes, I have been under the weather on and off since Christmas time, but I'm back on track now for sure. Uh, thank you for asking. All is well. <laughs> good, good. I thought I could hear you coughing in the background. She had bronchitis. We'll just tell you what she had. She didn't have the COVID. She had bronchitis. Yeah, it was <laughs> And it could be mean. One of those lingering things. But anyway, yes, yes certainly I'm is. Fine. Certainly is. Well, we we texted last night talking about some of the things that are going on, and I guess we just might as well hit the airways running here. So let's get to it as to what's happening. I know you've only got about a half a minute because I I'm a little talkative here yeah, before no, we go into a break. I mean, everything is on fire legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels, and it's all. Uh, very egregious, and it just feels as though all the walls are closing in. You know, the legislative battle is ground zero to, you know, stop a lot of this stuff and on the opposite side to implement a lot of this uh, overtaking of ownership of private property. So we'll we'll get into it. I've got things to share. Yeah, and I have a, you know, maybe we'll discuss a little bit of, well, one of the things Donald Trump wants to do, because it concerned me, I wanted him to explain that just a little bit about property and uh, giving more property to the people. I do want to get away from the government, but uh, maybe down the road, we're going to discuss what you have going on first. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson. She is my co-spot, my co my co-host today of thecavalrygroup.com, thecavalrygroup.com, also newterritorymedia.com, where she has a lot of information there. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Mindy and Beth Ann, we're going to be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe, 
safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Hi, I'm Mr. H., here to tell you about an unusual and sensational nutritional product that contains nine exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, 18 amino acids, and 70 colloidal trace minerals. It's called Immuno 150. Nothing like it in the world. If you're trying to get rid of some pain or correct any health issue, you might try Immuno 150. Look at the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O. 150.com. You've probably never consumed more than 20 minerals in your life, but your body needs at least 60 minerals. So try Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients can do for you. Call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth M. We have Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group on today, and we're going to talk about some of the things that she fights every single day. I'm telling you, this woman is a fighter, and uh, she's one of them, I said, and, and CJ, too. You know, we just get kind of weary. We just fight and fight and fight, and you just, you know, sometimes it just feels like the weight of the whole world is on you. But I know you hear from people, too. And we're not the only ones out there. Sometimes it may feel like it, but we're not the only ones out there fighting. And um, we've got to keep the American people informed. You've got a membership, and uh, you have to keep them informed. I think sometimes you even have to fight some of them. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, that's just the nature of of people. You know what? Sometimes we're hard to convince. Yeah. We don't want to believe it as bad as it is. Sometimes it's hard to convince us. So let's just start wherever you want to start, Mindy, about what's really going on. Well, it was interesting. I just so appreciate your generous introduction, and thank you. And it was making me reflect over the break just now about how long you and I have known each other and all the things that we have been battling together, and as as well as the other women that you have brought uh, acknowledgement to today. But it's it's all about the federal government trying to federalize every aspect of our lives. Mm. You, you and I have been talking about getting into the finer points about just that, and that's not what you know the American people should be, you know, putting should be up in arms about about just that fact alone. But one of the things, as as you and I always bring it down to a finer point, and we try to do too, it always boils down to the ownership of private property. And a lot of what the Biden administration is trying to implement through his executive orders basically is an outright attack on ownership of private property. But this is nothing new. We've been fighting this for decades. Oh, my gosh. And and it's always camouflaged. And in studying Biden's executive order um, called the 30 by 30, which is basically uh, code for land grab across the United States, uh, and I'll get into more information about that specifically. But when I say this has been going on, I 
let's turn to the Clinton administration. He administered something through executive order in January of 2001 called the roadless rules. And basically what it did was deny access and management uh, and use of 58 million acres of forest lands under his administration. And did you know that the U.S. Park Service and the U.S. Forest Service are currently the largest landowners in the United States? When the federal government isn't supposed to own any land, they own yeah. 58, million, uh, 58 million acres under Clinton and his roadless rules. And then through the years, it has been added to to total up to 640 million acres of land across 50 states that the federal government has under its purview of U.S. Park Service and U.S. Forest Service. Now, I would like to ask your listeners, do they believe that the federal government has done a great job of managing this land? I say no, because look fires at the, and <laughs> all these horrible, hot-burning fires. You know, when, when the roadless rules kicked in, you know, what swept into the West? The, uh, the, the um, Japanese beetle that started to eat up all the ponderosa pine trees in the Rockies and in the western states. And when the trees, we weren't allowed to manage the forests, all those dead trees became nothing but tinder for these fires. And that's what I mean. If we can't go in and manage our forests and do what's right to keep things healthy, it's, we're just sitting ducks. So in walks, you know, after Biden's inauguration, the first thing he did, the, his first week in office, was sign an executive order 14008, which he titled Tackling the Climate Crisis at Home and Abroad, and it's called his 30 by 30 plan. Now, executive order means what? It's, it's you know, it, it hasn't gone through Congress, hasn't been no. voted on. He, with a swipe of a pen, Unlawful. he's implemented this plan that is basically being implemented through uh, legislation, through city councils, county commissioners, um, state legislatures, and at the federal level. There are bills moving to usurp ownership of private property through, you know, Biden's 30 by 30 administration uh, executive order. And what's scary, in the executive order, it does not define what it claims that it wants to do. It claims that it wants to conserve. Um, it basically expands federal land ownership by conserving 30% of our lands and waters by 2030, which, by the way, is only seven years away. But there's no definition. Conserve and conserving are totally undefined in this executive order. But what he has done is direct a task force to form, which is a collaborative effort between the following bureaucracies, the Department of the Interior, the Department of Agriculture and Commerce, the National Ocean and Atmospheric Administration, and the White House Council on Environmental Quality, um, and it, they're all collectively supposed to be called America the Beautiful Task Force. Doesn't that just sound lovely and, <laughs> you know, cozy and shrouded and we love, you know, wildlife? No. What this tells me is they are coming in like they do everything when they can't get something passed through Congress, they have to lie, they have to shroud it in emotionally charged propaganda, um, and you know, redefine terms and steal hijack our words, like sustainability. You know, farmers and ranchers, as you and I have talked about, have been sustainable for since the dawn of time. Well, just like this, you know, we are the best stewards of the land. 
we are all absolutely of the belief that farmers and ranchers will care for their private property in the best manner possible, but the federal government doesn't think so. They think they can do a better job of managing our land and waters and resources. And according to Biden's America the Beautiful Task Force, this is a quote. It says, this group would pursue a locally led and voluntary nationwide effort to conserve, connect, and restore the lands, waters, and wildlife, and to restore 30% of our lands and waters by 2030 for the sake of our economy, our health, and our well-being. Can you believe that? I just, you know, the federal government, and it, it reminds me, too, of the of the COVID messaging. You know, we mm-hmm. care about your well-being. So we're going to lock you down, sure do. <laughs> destroy your businesses, force you to wear masks, you know, take away your personal choice of how you think is you should manage your own life Health. and mm-hmm. body and private property. And, the fed, again, they're trying to federalize everything in Americans' um, lives. And Biden's 30 by 30 plan would double the 640 million acres of land that's already owned by the federal government by setting aside additional 680 million acres of land and water in the U.S. So my question for everyone is, you know, if, if this happens, where will we grow and raise our food? I mean, this, yeah. this 30 by 30 plan is a direct attack on farmers and ranchers and it is, is a direct assault on ownership of private property while taking more land out of production for food, fuel and fiber. Well, it, and, it, and it says at least 30 percent more of the water way and at least 30 percent more of the land it doesn't say it's going to stop there. Exactly. And, and we can see what a great job that the EPA and the federal government does. Do you remember a few years back when it was the EPA that caused the mess in Colorado when that river turned orange? Oh, I can't yes. remember where oh that, was. They, that was. They they wouldn't clean it ago. up. They wouldn't clean it up. Now yeah. all the rain will clean it up. That you know it'll all be naturally cleaned up. And now we have East Palestine yep. in Ohio, and they're going to leave that mess. They're going to walk away and tell everybody everything's good when it's not. Exactly. And, uh, well, what's worrisome is that private land ownership is not exempt from this plan. No, so this it's not. administration claims that 30 by 30 is for climate change, but how does putting more land in the hands of the of the Forest Service reverse anything so-called climate change? I mean, no one has explained this clearly as to how this will work. They're just using this false facade to roll in this Trojan horse to destroy ownership of private property and take it from our farmers and ranchers and control the food to continue to control a, um, you know, create a monopoly. And all this is is also resting on, you and I have talked about rewilding many times. Rewilding America. Yep. This is all part of the rewilding, which for your listeners benefit, it's a plan to return our American landscape and ecosystems to what is Um, you know, before what our land was before any human intervention. Well, we can see that that's what they're doing in California. Gavin Newsom has been dismantling aquifers and dams and any water retention to destroy, you know, make people leave. He's getting his wish. Well, not only that, they can't grow their food. Yep. The rice, uh, I I was reading about that yesterday or the day before, you know, that's just... They can't grow rice in these areas where they were growing rice with the water and everything. So they're going to cause a shortage. They're going to cause a food shortage. They're going to blame it on climate change. 
just like they blame the forest fires on climate change. And the United States is only one with the continual forest fires, and it's because our government is managing or not managing the land. I have a little story about that, too, when we come back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson of thecavalrygroup.com, and we'll be right back. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We could go way back into my Derry Brownfield days. And there was a story, and I think it was actually in one of the one of the national forests here in Missouri, but I could be mistaken. But they had a lot of trees that were fallen and they were rotting. They were just tender, you know, they were just waiting to go poof. Mm-hmm. And start a fire, but they yeah. refuse to let anybody come in and harvest that out of there. Yeah, they won't let you take care of it. They won't let you do it, and uh, you know it, it goes way back. And even the the uh, you know, it's been a long time. I don't even know if he's still living, and I hate to say that, but Jim Beers. Do you remember Jim Beers? Oh, of course. Yeah, and, and the Wolf Man. I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. I'm not even sure if I've got a correct e- email address for him. But he talked about what they were doing with the re- rewilding America with the wolves. Yeah. And, of course, the bears. And, and then the Kruger, cougars and the mountain lions. And then they all lie to us about it, just like they've lied about everything else. Yes. That's you know, the only it's way just they one get anything lie after done. The yeah. It's, and, it's, and the, the preservation the means of, justifies The ends justifies the means mentality. Yeah. I have a question. I wonder, did you get to listen to, I know you're as big a fan as I am, or I think you are, of, of Donald Trump. Did you get to listen to President Trump on Saturday at I CPAC? did not. I was, I was not available to do that. Okay. Well, one thing that he talked about was putting people back on the land. Mm-hmm. So it made me think that he's going to make some of this land that is in national, is in the government's hands right now, mm-hmm. available. Almost like going back to the days when we were re-implementing when we were implementing land and, and had the schooners, you know, and all that, and people were finding their homesteads and, and that kind of thing. And that's what it sounded like he wanted to do and make new cities. That's what I thought he was wanting to do. I still think it is. There was somebody talking last night. She was not. She's she's kind of a sour grapes. I think she used to be in the Trump administration and <laughs> might have lost her job there. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that that's just another part of this other where they're going to make these cities where you can only be – 15 miles or five miles from work and blah, 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 which is, of course, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, the right. Green Deal and all that. I don't think that's what Trump's doing. But I would like to sit down and have a little chat with him about it. But I would like to see this land that is dormant being put back into production by the people. Amen. Well, the way they put people into the cities is by making the uh, land that we're on or the places that we live, uninhabitable. And part of Biden's 30 by 30 plan is to eliminate, one of the things he's doing is to eliminate hydroelectric facilities and dams across the U.S. I mean, in my research, it basically shows that there's roughly 6,000 dams across the U.S., many of which are producing electricity. But part of this 30 by 30 wants to eliminate them. He's all, I mean, this these hydroelectric dams and reservoirs and water retention have mostly been dismantled 
uh, in the state of California that mm. the huge snowfall and rainfall that they've had this year, every drop of that should be saved for future use. But a lot of it is just rolling into the ocean because Gavin Newsom, the governor there, is adhering to this rewilding plan and dismantling uh, and disregarding the ability to retain water. It's uh, so frustrating to see this happen. And and watching the reaction of those who are farming and ranching in the state of California and have hung in there with the hopes of things turning around. Yes, the rainfall was great, but what about next year when maybe there isn't such a great rainfall year and they're going to rely on, you know, reserving water reserves? This is ridiculous what is is. is going on. It's irresponsible, you know, given the fact that they're – I mean, we could just go down so many wormholes with all need, of these. We need a, a 24-hour show. I don't know that we could, you know, and when you talk about that, we have that huge one here in the state of Missouri, and you used to live in Missouri, so I know you're familiar with the Lake of the Ozarks. Oh, yes. And when Texas had their little foo-paw and, and lost their electricity here a couple of years ago, yep. I'm not sure how we bottled it up, but we sent them electricity from Missouri. I'm yes. not sure how they do that. I'm not, uh, you know, how they... Uh, transport that electricity to texas but they did and you know and we also have a nuclear plant right here yeah well you know, how and so they want to get rid of those technology and this amazing uh you know resources through the decades that have been innovated so that we can make uninhabitable places habitable and not only habitable but you know we're growing and raising food in places without irrigation maybe we wouldn't normally have been able to do so under this plan of rewilding they are trying to inventory monitor and control every aspect of our lives allowing the federal government to do so to its american citizens and that's what is so disturbing and unsettling about this about biden's 30 by 30 it takes away the rights of the individual and creates collectivism by opening the door to destroy ownership of private property. And, you know, again, we're, this, is, this is not just a step backwards, it's many steps backwards. So we have all these farmers and ranchers, and actually this, this Biden 3030, it, it does impact all 50 states, but the, what I see is it really focusing on rural, the western states. Rural America. Yes, people who grow are growing and raising our food, cattle ranchers, farmers. I mean, it's just. And the New Green Deal attacks that. Yes. Now, I want to mention here real quick that I have both of those available. Just send me a stealth stamped envelope. A dollar would be nice to cover the the paper and the uh, mailing. But we have the executive order 14008 and we have the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal is only about 14 pages and we will. Fix them up for you and make them available. You need to read them. They're not that long. They really aren't that long. But I, I got a big kick when I got that, the executive order when I downloaded that several a few years ago when he did that, Mindy. Yep. If you read the first, I think it's the first two or three paragraphs, do it as a dramatic reading. It's just hysterical. <laughs> so when we bring you to speak... I think I will get up and do that. I will. Oh, I will that read is, that as that it's a dramatic a read. I love it dramatically. We are going to bring you here. Rudy and I are going to have a little chat about that. This uh, 
this afternoon if I can get my Substack up. I really have to. I'm really working to try and get my be on Substack every day, and I have to apologize because I've let uh, New Territory Media kind of go. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's, we've we've kind of hit pause for a little bit, and we're getting ready to re up that up New Territory Media as well. So yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so you it's know, a, I think that is a great idea. Um, one thing that I think that's important, and you and I talk about this all the time, but the states are supposed to dictate public policy for its citizens, not the federal Amen. government. Absolutely. A lot of people don't understand the the proper order of how policy is supposed to be created. And and I we have found that to be so even with many of our members who want – they want to do something. You know, I mean, people want to take action. They do, but a lot of people are confused. They're too busy – working, raising their families, growing and raising our food, you know, and that's the thing. A lot of these people that are dismantling our country and our Constitution and implementing all these things are paid by the left, and that's their full-time job, and that's who we're dealing with daily. Oh, absolutely. And uh, you were talking to me last night about an extended rule, uh, the promulgation rule. Um, Yes. Let's talk about that a little bit because that sure. was a little bit over my head. So I know you know what it is. So let's uh, let's tell the listeners about that because I've got a lot of listeners out there that uh, are raising animals. Well, USDA is a willing accomplice to a lot of these plans, oh, yeah. and yeah. Um, there one of the things that I'm not fond of are uh, is the rulemaking process. And I don't know if your listeners are familiar with this, but. It circumvents Congress, and it goes through the bureaucracies, which I'll get into after your break. Yeah, you hear the music. All <laughs> right, because bureaucracy is killing us. It's yeah. uh, As the Declaration of Independence says, it's, you know, he, he brought in all these, uh, st- opened up all these new offices and brought in all these officers, and he is eating out our substance, and that's what they're doing. They're eating out the substance of the American people. We don't even know what freedom is anymore. And that is really sad. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group. Go to thecavalrygroup.com. She does have take action there. And we'll talk about that when we come back. And we will be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. 
Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call one 800 978 6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-613-8053. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group. Go to the CavalryGroup.com. That's Cavalry, not Calvary. CavalryGroup.com. The ones on the horses. I love your picture, too. I love that logo that you have. Thank you. And uh, I know you've got a call to action. You always have one going on, so let's talk about that. We are in the final segment of the show. so It always somebody, goes so fast on your show. Some, it's- somebody commented on Facebook as they're watching. We need two hours with Mindy. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's very generous. Uh, maybe well, it's because Beth talks too much. But anyway, no. let's talk about your take action. Well, USDA is proposing a new and questionable and honestly a very expensive licensing requirement for all animal breeders and people who raise, breed, and work with animals and are covered by USDA's Animal Welfare Act, which was put into place in in the late 60s. I mean, it's been there forever, but the problem is it's been amended many, many times. And the other problem is 
a lot of these amendments that have been added through the rule promulgation process, which circumvents Congress, by the way, um, it just they they add they tack on language that becomes regulatory guidelines uh, under the Animal Welfare Act through this rule promulgation. But this new one is a doozy because it basically it was very vague. It was introduced in early January and we missed it because um, it just wasn't it wasn't out there in its normal channels to see these things. That's the other thing that the that the other side is doing is that they sneak this stuff in and hope that nobody notices. So once we've caught whiff of this rule and have finally figured out what it's all about, it wants to uh, basically add language to take care of the psychological well-being of animals. And we're not sure how psychological well-being is being determined or defined in this rule because it's not determined or defined. But this is clearly being pushed by animal rights extremists who believe they know what an animal is thinking. And that is one thing that I want your listeners to understand is these, these animal rights organizations are, have hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh-huh. And they are very influential on policymakers, not only lawmakers, but even in the uh, regulatory agencies, and namely USDA. And we've been dealing with this for years, where there's such influence on policy coming from groups that know nothing about husbandry or care of animals. And now they're trying to pass this rule that would allegedly handle the psychological well-being of animals. And the real deception of this rule was that um, they introduced it as a rule to impact uh, people who raise, breed, and work with exotic animals. But then you read down into more into the finer points of the rule, and what the other qualification is anyone uh, that is regulated under the Animal Welfare Act is included in this rule. They just snuck in this language. So most people who glance at the rule think, oh, this just impacts exotic animal ownership. Well, no, it also impacts anybody who raises dogs or cats or, you know, pocket pets or whatever. I mean, they're trying to cover this for everybody. And, you know, while this topic can be very polarizing and very political for most people, this proposed rule would seem to be a Trojan horse intended to destroy animal industries, honestly. And it's important for people, too, to remember that the goal of oftentimes these rulemaking uh, changes uh, through these government agencies. And this, this rulemaking process is very frustrating because they have a portal on the USDA website for people to um, support or oppose a promulgated rule. And it never fails. They just they put it into action a few months later after they've gone through this rulemaking. Again, it circumvents Congress. There's no vigorous debate. There's no discussion. Uh, people just submit comments, and then one day you wake up and it's been promulgated, and it's and it's the law under the and, Animal Welfare Act. Yeah, and the, and then it's the people didn't vote for any of this. Exactly. And and so it is it is without representation. It we, is without representation. It is totally unconstitutional. Yes. And, and it would seem that the goal here is to take away your freedom, your private property, and ownership access to animals. And not to mention keeping the animals and, you know, humans safe are just a facade to get these new onerous rules implemented. 
you know, I, I'm exhausted from trying to explain to lawmakers <laughs> and, and bureaucrats that it's in the inherent best interest of farmers and ranchers and dog breeders and everybody that works raises, breeds, and works with animals, it's in their inherent best interest to follow the already existing guidelines and be safe and, you know, care for their animals. But they just keep, you know, tightening the noose, basically, to put people out of business. And that's the real goal here. And it's all, the window dressing is, you know, public health and safety. We have to take care. What was the 30 by 30 slogan that it's, you know, wanting to take care of our well-being well, this is part of it. This is the broad brush that the federal federalization, more federalization and control of the American people. Yeah, their well-being. They, they really care a lot about our well-being. <laughs> I want to make a comparison here, and I know you've seen this. You have lived this. You have experienced it. But Julie Kelly was on last night, and they're talking about the January 6th. And she mm-hmm. said the real enemy here, the real culprit to go after are these federal judges. Yes. That are usurping the rights of the American people. And you have seen that with the animal rights groups. Yes. You have seen the federal judge usurp the uh, livestock uh, owner or exotic uh, animals owners or however you say it. Usurp them for an agenda. Yes. Unconstitutionally. With zero transparency, I might add. You know, the government wants transparency of the American people, but there's never any transparency as to the potential downside to both public or other or licensees with these proposed rules or any other policy making. Yeah. So my point is, we're seeing this on the national scale. Um, A lot of people are still dumb and deaf. According to, as to what is actually going on, they don't even want to believe their very eyes. The, oh, it's it's a fixed video, blah 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 blah. No, it's the it's the full video. Yep. But we have been seeing this going on in the local areas with these fo- federal judges who have ruled against the livestock industry. Yes. Uh, ruled against the livestock industry when they're abiding by the rules of the USDA, and they still go against them. And of course. <laughs> I don't know that you ever met. There was a woman who used to have on the air quite a bit. She's kind of gone silent for a while. Her name was Doreen Hanna, so I'm going to give her credit. But the USDA, she said, was Uncle Sam destroying agriculture. Yes. <laughs> and that's you. exactly that what it is. Very true. And we've seen it. I'm so grateful for your show. Thank you so much. Oh, God bless you. And I'm glad you're feeling better. And we're going to get you out here. We're going to let everybody know about it. Rudy and I are going to talk about that, and we'll try to get with your schedule and what we think we can do here and get as big a crowd in. We may may have to bring some others in as well. Um, We just don't have money here, that's all. So I will put you up, and I'll feed you, and I'll take care of you, I promise. (laughs) Sounds like fun. I love it. You've been listening to CSC Talk Radio. We are fighting, women fighting, along the men, alongside the men, to bring America home. 